This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. All right, welcome to our show. What is your name? Thank you. My name's Joe Kinza. All right. And what is it that uh, that you do in the line dance community? What's your primary role, would you say? My primary role, I like to teach. Um, obviously, I choreograph as well. And, you know, we, we work events and I have weekly classes back home. So, yeah, something I love, just love it. And where is back home for you? Back home is England. Um, originally from London, but actually live in Cambridge, which is 45 minutes northeast of London. So yeah, that's back home, England. You mentioned uh, choreography. What are some of the dances we might know of yours? Oh, let's have a look. Broken Hills. Um, I've got to remember them all. Every Breath You Take, Make It Rain, In the Air Tonight, Halifax, Bad that are very popular here in America. How were you exposed to line dance in the UK? Wow, this, we're going to go back about 22 years. Alright. So, um, I live in a place called Cambridge, right? Now, Cambridge is about 30 minutes from Lake and Heath Air Force Base and Mildon Hall Air Force Base, which are American Air Force bases. And so we used to go to the clubs, the country clubs, because we did never have country in England. You never hear country music in England, you know. And so Gillies is very similar to the clubs that we would go to. And back then, you would never get a step sheet and you'd never be taught the dance. It's something you pick up off the floor. Watermelon call, Californian freeze, tush push, you know, all of those old dances. And we did that for probably a couple of years. And then that club got closed down due to all different things going on, you know, in the world. And like, people just couldn't come and go dancing unless you were actually American stationed, you know, at that base. So what I actually did was start line dance lessons in the UK based on all of those dances that I learned. Back then, you didn't have to qualify. There was never step sheets, you know. It's just stuff that you picked up off the floor. So I opened up a club and, you know, we, we, we had DJ, I instructed, and also a lot of the Americans from the base used to come as well. So that's how it all kind of started, and that's a good good 22 plus years ago and obviously it's evolved so much hasn't it have, how have you then. seen it change how have I seen it change right. um, it's changed I think you know when people started choreographing to pop music modern music because they wanted kind of, you know, the country classic line dancing still everybody loves, right? But it's just like, in England, we don't have country music. You'll never hear country music on the radio. Everything's pop. So, I don't know if you've heard of Masters in Line, the original Pedro, Rachel McAnany, Rob Fowler, um, Paul McAdam. They created Masters in Line and all 
their choreography was done to a lot of modern music to get younger people involved into line dancing. And that's how it's kind of, you know, evolved. So, you know, country is just not for, you know, country line dancing. In England, we don't have country music. So, obviously, now we choreograph to stuff that's popular in the charts. So that's how I think it's kind of evolved to try and get younger people in England and Europe interested in line dancing instead of saying, oh, line dancing, yeah, yee-haw. I still get that, you know? Even today when people say to me, oh, what other classes do you do? And I say, well, I teach line dance classes. And the first thing they say to me is, oh, yee-haw, slap my thighs. Really? You know, still. So, but you know, we still teach a lot of those classics still. Because I've noticed like my beginner class that's been running a couple of years, I've actually had a lot of young people come into it and they've actually said to me, um, can we do country line dances? And one girl had researched, you know, the internet and she sent me this and she goes, what is this? And I said, actually it's slapping leather. Slapping, she goes, will you teach us that? That is so cool. So yeah, so it's nice to kind of have those classics mixed in as well. So we mustn't forget that, you know, that's kind of where a lot of all of that stemmed from. So, yeah. When you started choreographing, was it to that kind of pop music that you were listening to? Yes. What were your, some of your first ones? Like, how did you get started uh, okay. in thinking, oh, I should choreograph and um, add to the community? Well, so from there, I guess I got into competing line dancing, so we competed all throughout Europe, and then in 1999, they did like the UCWC World Masters, which was in San Antonio, and so came over to San Antonio, kind of first time meeting like Pedro and Max Perry and, you know, all of those people. And I met my husband um, when I lived back in England, and John is American, but he was in the Air Force, and he was stationed in the UK, and he used to come to my line dance classes. Over a couple of years, you know, we kind of had that long distance thing going on. And then eventually the only way for us to be together was for me to be with him. He couldn't give in his career, you know, because he's in that kind of air force. So I came and lived with him in America. And after going to the UCWDC event um, 1999 in San Antonio, I realized there's events every weekend going on in America. Yeah, we have it good here. Wow. So I'm like, yes, yes. And of course, he wasn't into it, but I was. He slowly got into that as I said, oh, can we go here this weekend? Oh, can we go here? I want to go here. I want to go there. And la, 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 la. So we started going to a lot of these events. And then I can't remember the year of it, but we're talking probably 11 years, something like that. Mark Cosenza started up Windy City Line Dance Mania. And, 
you know, it was just like we used to teach and things like that. But he did choreography competitions for instructors, you know, who wanted to enter choreography. So we said, well, why don't we do it? Why don't we do it? We, this is something new. We've never done choreography before. So we did. So we started entering choreography competitions. And that's probably 10, 11 years ago. So that's how... Oh, really? I guess. What helped you to prepare for creating a, a new dance? Did you know step names and uh, look up uh, how to choreograph online or just kind of wing it? Um, we did our MTA. So in America, for like teaching and doing different things like that, you have to belong to the MTA, which is the National Teachers Association. And so they teach you um, fundamentals in line dancing, line dancing one and two, couples one, couples two. So you learn all of that terminology, the technique, how to pull steps, what is this step, is it a syncopated step, is it not a syncopated step. So really that's, I guess that's, you know, the stem of it on, you know, from doing just line dancing from fun are now taking it to another level, you know. If I wasn't living in America, I probably, this would never have happened. But because I taught in America, I had to have a qualification to teach line dance. And if I wanted to go ahead and teach at events, CWDC events and so on. So I guess that two years, you know, of all of that kind of work has paid off, really. So I guess it stems from there, you know. And then, of course, I met Max Perry, and we did line dance sport, which I'm sure he spoke to you about line dance sport. He mentioned. The bag he carries. We all have the yellow bag with that on. And so we went through a series, again, of training in terminology for line dancing. So if you would just pick up a step sheet 10 years ago, you wouldn't find mambo step, coaster step, things like that. It's all stuff that they've slowly invented over the years. So, it's a lot of history. <laughs> you mentioned the difference between that and then, as you say, just line dancing for fun. With so many things to do in the world, like water skiing and bungee jumping, all the, all the different things that people find uh, to do on their weekends, how did line dance you like how, how was it that that was what you ran with no idea I mean I guess 20 plus years ago there wasn't bungee jumping I used to do roller skating that was a hobby um, traveling was a hobby but yeah I guess you know you kind of how can I say like around the age of like 25 something like that all of my friends were going and they said come on let's go so it's something you know we all got hooked into at that time so yeah so I just pulled in sucked in and you know still out there loving it what made you feel like you were a bona fide member of the line dance family as it's sometimes referred to oh gosh no idea no idea. Just, you know, people accept you, people like you, you know, they ask you 
to kind of, you know, come on, let's go here, let's do this, come and teach for so-and-so. So it's just a fun, it just welcomes you in, you know. And then you have friends from all over the world, don't you? It's just like all my friends here, I get to see, like, once a year. And it's like as if we've never left off from last year. And what makes it so much easier now is, of course, is the internet, isn't it? Facebook, you know, all of that, social media. It's just like, so now we're all connected time and it is it's one big family and it's just like I could go anywhere in the world and put out there anybody line dancing tonight yes come we'll pick you up you know and you could be on your own in any country that you've never visited to visited before so we just I don't know what it is it's just one big community and we all love doing it and everyone's just so lovely and friendly yeah. For people, for people on the outside who just they see it and you know they have their misconceptions or different ideas about it, uh, as, as you've mentioned, how would you persuade them to to see it the way that you do? What what is it that you think that they they would believe about like how amazing it is and how unique it is compared to everything else that is in yeah. the world? It's very hard, isn't it, to market line dancing? You know, and. I mean, obviously, I have connections back home who knew I was always teaching line dancing. A lot of the people who come to your class are the older generation, you know? And how do we get the young people in? And how do I market, you know, to get people to come to class? And then what I've actually done, um, I've been teaching, like, Zumba classes for the last five years. And every time at the end of our Zumba class, we would demo different styles of line dancing. Because people are like, well, line dancing, that's just, you know, country. No, it doesn't have to be. It's, you know, we dance to everything like that. And so they would be like, wow, that's line dancing. Yes. And we would do different styles, beginner, intermediate, you know, fun, funky, country, you name it. And from that, I've actually had a lot of interest because younger people like to come to Zumba, don't they? Mm, you know? And so now all of my Zumba people now come to my line dance classes. And of course, the worst spreads. So, um, you know, where I live, we do a lot of demos. We have like, you know, different fates and different things. Um, so it's again, pushing and marketing. This is line dancing. I guess that's how it's, you know, keeping it alive still. So, is, is that something that you'd recommend for those of us in the line dance community to, to help uh, if we were to try to improve or, or strengthen or build the scene, the line dance scene, mm -hmm. as it were? Um, what else would you recommend that we do? What should we be discussing? Uh, what should we be innovating that would uh, make sure that we, we keep it as strong and as, uh, uh, yeah. and as healthy it's, and as it Do you know be. what? It's hard. I don't know. I've often thought to myself, you know, we look around a lot of people here. Okay, there's not many young people in line dancing. What um, would you say is the median or, or uh, what, what, how would you well, describe young, this demographic like, that's here You know, today? I mean, I, I look at it, probably anybody... There's a lot of us 
up to the age of 50, 55, 60, who can get away looking a lot younger than what we are because line dancing has kept us fit, hasn't it, and healthy. But what happens when that 60 plus age doesn't line dance anymore? You know? I, I, don't, I just don't know. I, I don't know how make that work any better. I mean... Is there anybody out there who, who you think is doing especially good work with uh, with what they're doing in line dance? Like, uh, any choreographers who are, like, taking it to the streets and uh, bringing back the name? Or anybody who's doing interesting videos or interesting uh, teaches? Anybody who you think uh, might, might really be helping out with whatever it is they're doing? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, last year they did the um, it was a line dancing magazine, and we have the Crystal Boot Awards every year in the UK. Yeah, I know so little um, about that. Yeah, the Beast Line Dance, Rob Fowler's dance from many, many moons. Anyway, I've seen the video. It's, it's intense. Yeah. Yeah, and so at the Crystal Beat Awards, they, uh, they had um, the Beast, and of course, everybody was out on the floor doing it. All the young kids were doing it, all the, all the guys, Pedro, like, belly flopping across the floor, and all sorts of different things. That video went viral. Must have it been that same one. It was even in local newspapers. Wow. Because it got so many and people are like, wow, wow, that's line dancing. It's like, yeah. Maybe you need to do more of that. Because we're, we're all like on social media, but we're all locked in in groups, aren't we? Like, I'm your friend, you're my friend. So, you know, all my friends are line dancing friends. Same and, here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so it's just like, who gets to see that? Yeah, I guess it kind of turns into an echo chamber a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because we yeah. all know we like it. Yeah. And, 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 you know, in 20 or 30 years when we're got, when we've got our bum what knees happens? and whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's it. We're going to have to make some non-line dancer friends. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Okay. Well, you've mentioned that uh, there are a lot of different styles out there that uh, when you've demoed them, they appeal to different uh, groups. Which ones are your favorite? Like, which ones do you really enjoy doing? What kinds of dances, or maybe which choreographers' dances just make you feel alive and, like, energetic or emotional? Yeah. I mean, obviously, one of my favorite people is Rachel McElhaney. You know, she's so creative. And I tend to like a lot of her material. Also, she, she, you know, she, she has like wide range. So a lot of the smooth nightclubs, flowy, beautiful that we tend to do more in America. The mainstream pop stays more in the UK type thing. But yeah, I find in America is more open. You know. You get to do your nightclubs, your waltzes, your funk, all of that kind of stuff where we don't tend to do so much of that in the UK. Um, 
now that you know the guys from Neverland. Hmm? You know the guys from Neverland, Roy Fadong, Daniel oh. Trapper, all of them. I mean, they're doing a lot more of that now, so that's opening up Europe a lot more to the different styles. But even now, if you turn to somebody and say, well, I'm going to teach a nightclub, they're like, oh, we don't like nightclubs. You know, oh, they like, because they're so used to that mainstream pop music. But that's my style. I like, you know, I like a variety, you know, but I do like the smooth dances. Yeah. Is there anything that venues that you've seen, like the, the one that you used to go to, uh, by the base or uh, any in the rest of the world um, is there anything they do that helps you get into that groove and feel smooth and not like ah oh, there's some thing that doesn't belong here that's throwing me off like, what what have the best venues been like for you to give you the best possible life dance experience um obviously this event oh. <laughs> you know the Vegas dance explosion because there's so much here to offer, isn't there? So much. So, you know, this is obviously a must event to attend, and this is my 11th year of attending. Wow. Yeah. Um, other events I really enjoy are the Windy City Line Dance Mania, you know, because you get a lot of the people who really want to dance, really want to learn, push themselves to the next level, because obviously you know the instructors and the teaching are coming from all over the world and they're like the best instructors. So, you know, I mean, they're my favourite events. I mean, obviously um, the marathon, Scott, that's the same again, that kind of event where it attracts a lot of the same crowds. So, yeah, they're my main event. And then also in England we have now is Eurodance. That's done every two years. And that's run by Big Dave and Bossy Boots over in the UK. And so they bring over a lot of the American instructors to show the variety of line dancing, which maybe the people in Europe don't travel outside of Europe to America to see all the different variety that there is in line dancing. Yeah, it helps so, mingle it. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Have you noticed any differences among the instructors, different methods that they use here versus the UK or anywhere yeah. else you've seen? I mean, obviously in America they give more technique. You know, so when they're teaching, they always do technique. Um, you know, posture, frame, arms, foot positions, all of that kind of stuff. You don't get that in Europe. Really? Yeah. I mean, line dancers don't like technique. What do they focus on there? They just want to learn the dance, as many dances as they can learn. So when you say to them, you know, actually, if you're put in a third position and prep your upper body to make a turn, you will find that turn is so much more smoother. So I do push that in my classes a little bit, but you have to be so careful not interested they just want to get in and like next dance okay let's learn the next one let's learn the next one not to take the time breathe through the dance have control of that dance so, yeah 
That's actually something I noticed just today. There was a, a dance I was doing out on the floor, and uh, my boots are not like the better dancer boots that I've just yeah. discovered exist. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that my connection with the floor was not what I'm used to. Like with with these very slippery boots, yeah. I'm used to like sticky bar floors. So yes. it all balances out. Yes. Here you have a perfect, you know, well uh, well smoothed over. A ballroom dance floor, yeah. and I was just I, all the things that I'm used to landing. I was not yeah. landing. That's it. <laughs> but yeah. if I had better technique and, and more attention to those kinds of details, yeah. I probably would have been able to keep my weight under me a little yeah. bit better, and uh, I would have been able to feel that flow and not get so thrown out of it. Yeah. I mean, we all started where you know we wore cowboy boots and cowboy hats, you know. <laughs> and, but yeah. as we progress, if you come to events like this. You're not going to have that ground, you know, you're not going to feel that connection with that floor. You don't feel grounded into the floor as much. Whereas, obviously, with the dance shoes and the suede bottom, you get that good grip into the floor. So, yeah. It's just... <laughs> There's so much of, like, a, a deeper world into it that I knew of, than I knew about when I started. Yeah. And I guess that was the, the case for you, you know, having come into it some, somewhat casually. Yeah. But we all we all started there, didn't we? And we still love that. I mean, we went to um, last night. We went to Gillies. It took us all back 20 years. And we still love that, you know. But then we love this side of it too. Yeah, almost an academic side. Yeah, too. yeah. In in what other ways would you say you have been changed by line dance and the line dance world? Um. What are some of the things that it's giving you that you might not have ever discovered before? You feel t you feel ten years younger than what you actually are. Ah. <laughs> That's the main thing. People say to me, "Oh my gosh, really?" And I'm like, "Yes, this is how old I'm." Well, how come? And I said, "Just staying young through line dancing, keeping happy, dancing, meeting new people. You know, learning new dances. It's so good for you, isn't it? It's good for the brain cells. It's just..." That's what I love about it. You just let all your worries go. You come here for a week and all your tension and stress, just leave it behind. I'm just come to have fun. So yeah. You know, one thing that uh, sometimes I find frustrating is when country bars close because they didn't sell enough drinks or something. Right. We, in, in having our uh, you know, dance evenings, we're very satisfied with water. Yes. And, not spending a whole lot, but is there any other way that you could see line dancing supporting itself so that these places can stay open and uh, and maybe line dancers can find something to buy just to kind of keep the doors open? No idea. I, I just really don't know how to answer that one. I mean, you, you mentioned the feeling 10 years younger, and I thought about like. Oh, like smoothies. Like usually you see people with their yeah. yoga mats and, mm -hmm. and their green cleansing drinks. Yeah. Like where is that with line dance? Yeah. Like, 
why, why, why don't they have that on one of the tables here? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. It's a good point. I mean, line dancers will have a, have a drink, but not like as if you're going out, you know, clubbing for the night. It's just like, because you would never be able to remember the dancers on the floor. Yeah, throws you off know? your walls. Yeah, you your balance, you everything. And you're just like, you know, this dance inside out. But my brain cells just are not functioning, you know? <laughs> so I think that's kind of, you know, depends how serious you want to get with your line dancing or whether you just want to keep it kind of low-key, fun, you know, have a drink, go out, good night type of thing. So, yeah, as to smoothies and things like that, that's actually probably quite a good idea. Where else do you think there might be sort of uh, un unexplored potential like that in, in the line dance world? Things that we just haven't either come up with or maybe that people have come up with and just aren't talking about but should yeah. be. I have no idea. No idea on that one. I, I don't know. Is there anything that's that's come up during your years of line dancing that have just made life so much easier for you uh, having discovered it? How's it made my life easier for me, line dancing? For example, there's a fellow over there who was taking a look at, uh, he pulled off my boot, he's got all these boots over there, oh, and yeah. he, was, he was looking at uh, the way I stand, oh, and yes. uh, yeah, uh, kind of just looking at my feet shows the habits that I've developed, yeah. and I feel like if, if I had discovered things like proper arch support yeah. sooner, yeah. my my feet would, would benefit from that. Is there, is there anything like that for you, where, where once... It would once... be a little bit better. Um, I've been wearing those, you know, dance shoes over 10 years, and although my feet are okay, they they could be 10 times better. Like, line dancing has kind of, like, groomed a, a little bit, um, but not really, no. I mean, you know, that, like, I think I think of the shoes and things like that, but, yeah. Is there anything that... Uh any advice that you would give to people uh, if, if there's not something maybe concrete that you've discovered that's that's just changed the game for you are there any little things little little ways that you uh, move your feet or move your hips or just carry yourself that you would uh, impart to others yeah I mean obviously with my classes back home I always try and tell them about their posture mm. you know try to look after your knees try to look after your hips you know have your feet, try and learn for positions and things like that. You know, all that kind of technique to help them stay more healthier. Because, I mean, back 10, 20 years ago, we didn't have that. So a lot of people have bad hips, don't they? Bad knees. Whereas if we can educate dancers, then that will help. And I think that will help. If people wanted to contact you to maybe follow up on this boy, just said, uh, how would they get in contact with you? Just Facebook, email, you know, it's, it's the best way. What would your email address be that they could... Uh, so my, yeah, my email address is just jojo at jjk dancing, d-a-n-c-i-n dot com. So that's how a lot of people will contact me, you know, go on like the line dance websites and pull up the instructor's information as well so 
yeah, there's like things that I've needed to know and I don't know that person's information. Then we have those sites out there, don't we, for line dancers, it's got all our names and contact numbers and, you know, we can get hold of people that way. And that's another great opportunity, isn't it? Just like having that information. So... Is there anything that you would request of the people who, who are listening to you right now? Anything that you would ask of them? Anything I would ask of them? Enjoy, be happy, love it, you know? And uh, I guess my final question here, because uh, I, I know you have uh, places to be right now, uh, what dance do you think everybody should learn right now? How can I say? <laughs> There's too many. Maybe top three, top three dances. No. Top 30, we'll just go on for another few minutes, that's fine. <laughs> that wouldn't be fair. There's too many good dancers out there. I mean... What do you think uh, people would have a lot of fun with as a starter? As a starter dance? Starter dance. Something that might get them hooked. So you want me to name beginner dances that people would... Or even if it's intermediate, something for them to aspire toward. Maybe something that will inspire them to uh, to learn those steps. Because once they learn those steps and get that dance, they're going to be in it for life. Yeah. I mean, that also depends on what kind of music they like. That's true. You know, I mean, Girl Crush has been a great, you know, number one dance. And people love it. You know, it's smooth. Intermediate has a great flow about it. You're elegant on the floor doing it, you know. Or you've also got like and get it on, which is something totally different. You know, it's got that kind of more charm Latin feel to it. Um, again, a great track. So again, I think that depends on people's tastes. I mean, classics have fun go mad. Most people like that. That's a you know a dance you can do to a lot of different variety of tracks. So you have to say to yourself, right, well these are the classics you must learn that, and then go from your favourites. They change, don't they? Every every week, every two weeks, every three weeks, every four weeks. What was the top ten is now you know totally different top ten. Right, That's well, the variety of having too much music, though. Sort of a blessing and a curse. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes it kills it because we can't keep up with, you know, all of these line dances. So that, you know, that's why a lot of us go, well, what about the classics? Let's go back to the classics. All right, so you'd recommend that people go out and learn the classics, maybe have fun, oh, go yeah, back, and then for, for contemporary, maybe some boat yeah, crush. definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah. thank you very much for coming on our show. Well, thank you. And uh, maybe we'll get around to what yes. it is. If I'm ever in the UK, yes. I'll have you take me out to the pubs. Come, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I have to say, also, it's been a pleasure also meeting you this weekend. Thank you very Another much. Another new friend. Yeah. See? That's the beauty of it, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. All right, so, well, again, thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you so much, too. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Yes, you too.